Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, Jim Pierce joins us from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, where he is on the road meeting with AV retailers and integrators in his brand new job as President of ProSource, the largest audio, video, and integration buying group in the United States. His newly created role is an expansion of ProSource's senior management team to support the continued growth of the buying group. He has more than 30 years of extensive retail experience, including Wireless Advocates, where he served as president and CMO through 2021, Sears Holdings Corporation, where he served as CEO and VP of Consumer Electronics, and Ultimate Electronics, spanning a variety of executive responsibilities from 1998, including the title of president from 2007 to 2011. Jim Pierce, thanks for joining us today. Congratulations on the new job. Yeah, thanks so much. Nice to meet you guys. You're joining us from the road where you're diving right into it. Where do you actually call home these days? Yeah, so I live in uh, Seattle, Washington. I've been up there uh, seven years, but I grew up in uh, Denver, Colorado. That's where Ultimate Electronics was based out of. And so, um, yeah, so it's good. I've had a great trip so far. Well, well, very good. You're definitely picking the right weather area to be in as we kind of get into the unpredictable days of spring. Um, I, I don't, I don't, uh, um, I, I actually am looking forward to heading down to Florida for spring break next week myself, getting a little warmer weather. Um, so I, I, there's a certain assumption with our audience that um, is either watching or listening that they know what ProSource is or what a buying group is. But I also like to make sure that I don't leave out context on things like that um, in my conversations because, you know, my dad might be tuning in and has no idea. <laughs> so as best as I can explain it, and you can correct me if needed, originally buying groups gave purchasing power to smaller independent retailers or later on custom integrators that otherwise might have been overlooked by large manufacturers like TV manufacturers, audio manufacturers. Um, but then in more recent years, the role of these groups has evolved to also encompass training, peer-to-peer networking, thought leadership, and other marketing assistance. Um, does that kind of put it in, distill it down the best? Uh, yeah, that's do? exactly what it does. What it does is it consolidates all the, you know, hard work these business owners do into, you know, more buying power. So it allows you to go to the vendor in a consolidated way and help to develop more of a national strategy for the vendor and also bringing those benefits down to the uh, individual retailer where maybe they wouldn't have seen those kind of, you know, benefits, you know, to margin or, you know, um, ship, you know, freight, things like that. And so it, um, you know, just in talking with the members this week, um, they really do value, you know, what we do for them and we work hard just to represent them. And, you know, at the end of the day, what ProSource does is deliver, you know, value to our members in the form of, you know, member benefits. Yeah, and I, I want to dive into your role a little bit more um, as president. And I couldn't make it to the uh, ProSource event in Las Vegas last month. So when I received the press release about your hiring, the first thing you just scan over something, you're like, uh-oh, Dave Workman has retired. Um, and, and I quickly saw that you're in a newly created role that sounds like it actually takes some off of, some workload off of Dave's shoulders as CEO. Yeah. Um, and uh, looking back, I... Realized, hey, you and Dave used to work together or both worked for Ultimate at yeah. different times. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's um, my career's come full circle. I, you know, I began my career uh, selling car audio, and um, you know, my my family's car audio store, and and uh, it, at the age of fourteen, and I grew up through that business doing everything. I vacuumed probably every inch of carpet, and um, <laughs> sold stereos and TVs, and in nearly every one of the stores, and um, and so uh, as I kind of grew up, and you know. Um, you know, kind of working in the stores and then went off to school and came back. I worked for Magnolia for a year or two and then uh, came back to Denver. I, Dave and I, Dave became my boss at that point. And so him and I became not only very good friends, but, you know, he is, uh, he mentored me through the early parts of my career and, you know, taught me much of what I know today. And you can maybe just clue us in a little bit. I mean, it's early days here on your, on your role as president, but what sorts of roles are you going to uh, inherit from Dave that maybe he had been doing as CEO or additional roles that help to expand what ProSource is able to do with its members? Yeah, I think that um, the strategy right now is that in the first 90 days, you know, I really want to make sure that, you know, I'm listening closely to, you know, um, the vendor perceptions and, and understanding of the, you know, the group benefits, um, beginning to work with the vendors. I'll start with the, uh, mainly the CI vendors, um, because we're in the process, as you know, in the, in the merchandising calendar, this is an important time of year to reconstitute the, the programs and deals for this, you know, upcoming year. And so I'll begin working with Andy Roscoe on the, um, I'm primarily the CI, uh, uh area of the business from a merchandising standpoint. Um, we have our uh, spring meeting coming up in San Antonio, you know, with our uh, pro and power members. And so really beginning to listen and talk with the membership of which many I know it's it's a little bit of a groundhog day. I grew up in the business with many of these uh, you know, great leaders. And so um, and really begin to um, to challenge our, you know, and, and look at our strengths and weaknesses and opportunities and begin to, to, to work on crafting, a, you know, or two or three year plan with Dave um, that we can align with, you know, our board and our members um, and, you know, begin the process of continuing to, you know, to evolve the group, um, you know, I. And, and so that would be the primary focus for the first 90 days. And, um, you know, really working with the, the ProSource team. We have a wonderful team, you know, ProSource. And uh, it was one of my, you know, really exciting, um, you know, uh, uh, things that I found very found out very, very quickly is that the team is a well-seasoned team and, you know, they execute really well. And so, you know, just working with them to build the, you know, level of trust and, and planning to, you know, to begin to execute for the back half of the year. Yeah, ProSource is such a big group that you have, um, I forget the title, but it, it's a region, regional representatives for the group, right, in each? Yeah, so we, um, we're, we're unique, uh, uh, ProSource is unique in the fact that we do have um, a six-person, what we call, uh, you know, regional team, and what they do, uh, and their role in the organization is very interesting, I, you know, um, was traveling with Frank, one of our DMs. And uh, what he does is that we align on strategies with our vendor partners or areas of focus that we would like to you know, help our members with. We could have a new vendor, we could have a new category, a new strategy, a new marketing tool. Um, you know, there's a, a variety of you know, services that we offer even beyond you know, the actual deals from the, you know, from the vendors. We align on those and then they actually go and visit the individual dealers and sit down with them and do business reviews 
and then talk about the various opportunities that they might be interested uh, you know, in getting involved with. And, and, you know, interestingly, they do an incredible job of marrying the vendors into the dealers and making the, the networking connections that are required to determine if there's a, you know, a business that, uh, a, you know, a, a business relationship that can be created out of that. Well, we will continue our conversation with Jim Pierce after the break. Do you want superior smart home automation at a great value? Shelly Wi-Fi relays by Alterco Robotics cover DC to line voltage, allowing you to control lights, outlets, appliances, garage doors, pumps, and much more. There are Shelly sensors and power measurement devices to help you measure temperature, humidity, lux, or motion, and electrical consumption from single wire to three phase with neutral. You can use Shelly with a licensed driver for Control 4, Elon, or other premium systems, as well as your customer's existing hub, voice assistant, or any platform that accepts REST, MQTT, or CoAP. Shelly can make IoT very easy. Available now at Blackwire, City Electric Supply, and Worthington, or at ShellyUSA.com. Welcome back. We're talking with Jim Pierce, president of the ProSource Buying Group. Um, Jim, whenever I interview someone for the first time on the podcast, I like to kind of talk about their early influences and uh, even sometimes going back to their childhood, ask them if they're even, it was an inkling that they're going to work in tech. Yours is a more unique story having, as you mentioned, worked in the family business back when you were 14. Um, so your your dad founded what became Ultimate Electronics, Correct. Yeah, he founded his first store in 1968 in Arvada, Colorado. It's a franchise called Team Electronics. And um, and then in the early 70s, it was the heyday of hi-fi, um, if you remember those days. And um, and then he decided to pull away from Team and uh, open his own store with only him and my mom and me sitting in a, you know, uh, small bed in the back of the store, I'm sure. And so... Uh, <laughs> And so, you know, I've I've always in this business loved the the dynamics of the business model, and uh, it's very fast moving. Um, it requires you know strong strategic and operational discipline, and um, and then you know, and and it's it's unlike many many industries in that you know each year the products change dramatically and they advance in the needs of the. The, the demand cycles from the, you know, our end use customers and how they shop and, you know, how they, you know, find us through marketing and things like that. And so I love that part of the business and that it moves very, very quickly, but, you know, the, I, with the cherry on the top is, uh, you know, being around some of the most amazing technology, um, you know, in the world. I saw a presentation of a Sony uh, TV last night that, um, absolutely blew me away. And the cinemas that, you know, these guys have built with our vendor partners um, and the lighting, you know, technology now that it is becoming a bigger and bigger part of our business and, and beginning to integrate the, the amazing talent into these new categories is really the, the thing that just, you know, makes it a lot of fun. Yeah. Now you um, as a group have some of the, the larger um, retail um, companies, as part of the membership and you in fact were part of that world as well back in your career um, with ultimate which became a big juggernaut of multiple locations like bigger than anything else that's really out there other than like a best buy i guess but what um you you, you also hit 
I guess, right around that recession time when everything just got really bad. Um, we see that swing and when the bigger you are, the harder it is to, to stay strong, I guess. Um, and then there's, there's smaller company issues as well. Um, we're in a really good peak boom time right now, although supply chain keeps everyone a little on edge, (laughs) uh, supply chain, um, issues, uh, as you're talking to, to, to these dealers, um, do you, do you have that wisdom to impart about, Hey, let be, be ready for when things are up, they always do come down for at least a bit. Um, is that like some wisdom that you might have from your experience at working in retail? Yeah, I think, I think I hope that I can, um, just bring perspective as, you know, as I begin to meet dealers, um, just, you know, larger national kind of perspective, it, it gives you a, um, a little bit more of a, a detailed discipline look at, you know, the way the business is being run inventories and the financials and the three-year planning cycles that are required to make sure that your business is set up in a way, you know, in, and is, is strong in the foundation so that you're able to, you know, uh, make sure that you have gunpowder for what, you know, if times, you know, change. However, I have noticed uh, that, um, coming through this period of everybody having to stay at home and, you know, wear masks and everything, it does feel as if the consumer has engaged this industry um, in a different way and, and has, you know, kind of seen, you know, it's all, it's almost like they have not seen as much of the technology and now they're beginning to engage in the, and, and what I'm hearing is that when you start to think about lighting and some of these you know, these larger TVs that, you know, um, have really advanced with QLED and all of those technologies. Um, My sense is that, and my hope is that, you know, that this trend is going to continue in this industry because there's, you know, the business was strong during, during, um, you know, COVID. And now, you know, friends come over and see this amazing technology that people have invested in through that period of time. People have done the research because their at-home entertainment is, it's in a different spot, you know? Um, we wouldn't have had, you know, probably a call like this three or four years ago, you know? And so as this technology changes and people are engaging this, this channel, um, you know, maybe more than ever and really valuing the, you know, the, the home entertainment aspect and, and comfort and health and all these different things at home in a way that they've never done before, uh, largely because we're just home a lot more and we appreciate it. And we've taken the time to really think about it. Yeah. And many think that the, the at home part will continue in a lot of ways because some businesses have just found that it, it doesn't make sense to go back to an office. So you're going to continue to see the emphasis on that home and, um, be able to apply the the save money from different things from uh, maybe commuting. I don't know uh, toward the home, yeah. but the other thing, having that lighting category, um, that seems like a bit of a of a protective buffer for the I don't know the flakiness of electronics that you know entertainment yeah. that maybe seems a little more frivolous or you you don't need to update it every year you know there's something that that can fill in the gaps or it's infrastructure almost for the home um yeah. that you're talking about so working yeah and i and i think i think that you know i'm you know hopefully a quick learner what i learned about this particular lighting category is how um how it can really change the look and feel of your entire home. Like when you think about the things that we invest in, in our home couches and, you know, decorations, all these different things, 
Meanwhile, you have hundreds of lights in your home. And when you change those, it changes the mood, the feel, um, the color, the, the, you know, the art on your walls. And you can, you know, literally change the entire feeling of your home. And, and I guess I'd never really fully engaged it until I saw some of these demonstrations. And I do feel as if this category is going to continue to be a, a really nice buffer um, to help continue to grow the business you know, regardless of the consumer electronics business. And the other interesting thing is that the outdoor lighting category also, um, the technology involved in that, you know, you wouldn't think technology. People think, oh, I'll just go to Home Depot and pay 80 bucks for lights and then they don't work in six months and, you know, you kind of bail on it. But now there is lighting architecture that is being introduced into the channel. Um, You know, I just saw a young man today um, that had a huge CAD drawing and it was all just lighting for the home and outdoors. And so, um, you know, I do think that it's a really wonderful kind of extension of maybe the core competency of, of the, you know, CI channel uh, and, and our, you know, uh, pro, uh, pro source members all the way through um, and taking those, you know, investments and core competencies against this, you know, new category. Yeah, well, we had um, one of your, uh, I guess your lighting, uh, I, I'm bad with words today. This is great for a, a podcast. The, uh, it, it's, it's your lighting board or uh, group, um, Patrick Laidlaw from WAC. Yeah, uh, We had him on as a guest and he, uh, he made the case that that outdoor category is a great um, first step into lighting just because you can kind of do it almost like audio where it's low voltage and you run lines and you, you know, distribution pretty well and can kind of feel your way through it. And there's a little bit of design you get to play with without having major uh, issues with walls and things like that. So uh, great entry into the category, if that's all you do at first, and then there's a lot more behind that. Yeah, I absolutely am thinking and and will think um, of coming to the membership with, you know, how do you enter into the category strategically and operationally? And then how do you evolve in the category? And there's different steps as you go from, you know, kind of outdoor lighting, which is simple and get your feet wet and you begin to learn how to design. You get to see the, you know, the customer's face where their eyes light up and the dad comes home at night and, you know, the house is just lit up and looks beautiful. Um, whereas the night before it was just a dark house. Uh, and then, you know, then you can begin to, make the evolution into DMF lighting, which is lighting that you literally screw into your existing, you know, lighting fixtures. And then you're able to control and begin to adjust the, the coloring and, and moods in the room. And so you get that, you begin to get that benefit. It doesn't require, you know, a really big investment in installation. And then as you begin to learn from that, uh, evolve into the technology side of it, where you begin to really, you know, integrate your entire lighting in your home into your uh, audio video um, control systems. Yeah, exactly. I, I, um, I changing topics slightly, I, I really wanted to, to learn um, a little bit more about your um, career path and specifically most recently um, wireless advocates, because uh, that was a new one for me. Uh, I have been to Costco stores, but not in a while. And I see that that was um, basically a, a kiosk within a Costco for and, and military bases for, for um, I guess, mobile phone services. Is that how it worked? 
Yeah, it's a very interesting business. Um, Dan Brattler, who is a, a pro source member with Car Toys, he's a legend in the industry um, in, in, the, in the car audio space. And so he uh, connected with uh, Costco, I want to say 15 years ago, 14, 15 years ago. And um, what we do for Costco or what uh, is it's a third party business and we um, are the only third third party uh, business that had T-Mobile, AT&T, Verizon. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and so you could choose, you know, as opposed to just going into an AT&T store so you can get the best deal okay. and the best plan to suit you. And then you're working with Samsung and Apple and Google and LG to connect them with the proper, you know, hardware. And then you're working within the Costco and military framework to, you know, develop the best value and service that you can to, um, to get people set up with phones. And so, you know, I learned a lot, uh, you know, in that business, again, a very dynamic business. Yeah. I don't know why I'm addicted to dynamic businesses, but, um, (laughs) but it was, uh, it's a really fantastic, you know, company with, um, you know, great, great leadership. And, uh, and, you know, I, I certainly wish those guys, you know, continued success and, um, and, you know, working within Costco and that, you know, with that particular category was, I mean, it was intense because Costco expense a lot for sure. Yeah. I mean, talk about name brands over your career. You, you, uh, um, probably not the best timing for when you were able to do it, but working for Sears holdings there for a bit, um, and, and probably undertaking something that was just a little too hard to, to make happen at that point in time with whatever it was, but the, the bringing in consumer electronics into, yeah, so it was interesting, a, a, a really good friend of mine named Ron Boyer, he grew, he's, you know, been in multiple CEO roles and, uh, and, you know, him and I met many, many years ago when I was doing marketing at Ultimate and he was, uh, you know, um, a rep into or a director of sales into, into Ultimate Electronics for Sony Electronics. And so him and I were able to do some very unique programs that were kind of cutting edge. And so we'd always maintain a friendship and he took over as the chief merchant and he called me up uh, one day and he said, hey, Jim. Uh, can you come help me fix this consumer electronics business at Sears? And, and, and they were struggling in many categories, but primarily consumer electronics. It just was, uh, you know, it'd been, you know, neglected over the years. And so, um, you know, it took a few phone calls for sure to, you know, to really consider the position, but, you know, sure enough, uh, he convinced me to, to travel out there every week and, and, we made great progress. We had a lot of fun. We we did some very unique things at Sears to evolve them into the smart home category. Um, you know, we put in a new accessory, uh, you know, a branded accessory uh, business in for them. And uh, Ron and I had a lot of fun. We lived right near each other, and so we many times would sit there and have dinner. And uh, and I had a I had a lot of fun doing that. And frankly, I learned a lot. Sears, you know, the, the Sears brand. You know, everybody has an opinion about it, mostly negative. But let me tell you, it, it, it's a legacy brand that um, and an amazing, you know, company, really, uh, at one time, the largest retailer, you know, in the world. And um, so I had a lot of fun there and I learned what big business looks like and how to navigate within big business and, and the disciplines required to, you know, to operate within such a big company. Well, yeah, for sure. I, w- I would I would take that away from your your resume as much as anything It's just having worked with those really, really large entities, um, like a Costco, like Sears, 
Um, and then being able to bring that into, to pro source that, that, that wisdom, those, those, um, bruises and whatever that might've occurred yeah. over the, the time. Right. So you, yeah. you, you've seen a lot. Um, so, uh, it, it, it must be nice coming in, like you said, at the beginning uh, to an existing structure where things are working really well. And you're basically like adding more ha- hands and experience to the group that already kind of knows what they're doing there. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, Dave and I were a great team in the past and the pro, pro source uh, in our family has really done, a, you know, business is just, you know, they've grown and grown and grown and, and, and just showed, you know, tremendous trajectory in the, in the core business. And they've added a lot of, you know, additional services beyond, you know, just the, the discounts that we get from the, you know, from the vendors. And so, um, it's great to be able to come in here with fresh eyes. Dave and I were just talking this, this morning and, you know, just really being able to step back from this whole thing and hopefully, you know, with my experience, provide some perspectives on the, you know, you know, not only the strengths, but, you know, really the opportunities, you know, as we look into the future and then, you know, you know, really things that we need to be working on right now to, you know, to increase our, you know, our capabilities and in, in execution. And so, um, you know, the reason why I went to the field immediately uh, to spend time, you know, with two tanks of gas, I don't know how many miles, but, you know, we've been on the road for five days now. Um, and it, it's just super exciting to be able to, you know, learn from the dealers and then take translate their needs and wants and requests into, you know, into real programs that help them out. And so I have a lot going through my head. I'm drinking through a fire hose for sure. But right. um, I do feel um, I do feel excited and, and comfortable. I'm going to be able to, you know, hopefully continue to, you know, um, help lead and evolve the group, uh, you know, under Dave's leadership. Well, you have to work on uh, all your um expressions because i know dave likes the table stakes and the oh their fire hose fits right in there i think is one of those expressions Uh, but uh what so you're so you're in fort lauderdale uh as we speak um what what other stops are on your um, plan here until you get to that may event in san antonio yeah, so we're um, we have a meeting in Dallas next week. It's our board leadership and our in our company's leadership, and so we're going to go down and, and you know begin that process of planning. As you know, as I discussed, so I'm excited to you know really get face to face with the board, who's primarily been around Zoom. Um, Walt Stinson is our you know chairman of the board, and I competed against him in Denver at Listen Up when we were at Ultimate in the same town, and so I've known Walt for a long, long time, and I'm looking forward to you know partnering with those guys. Uh, to get that done and then um and then we'll head to nat the nashville area with the um just the management team of the business to you know visit some dealers and you know really just um could you know take our planning that we do at the at the board level and kind of bring it down into you know into the team and and get their thoughts and you know and opinions about it and um and then we should be able to be in a position to bring a lot of those strategies ideas thoughts um, you know, to that spring meeting. And so it's going to be busy on the road. You know, my wife actually asked me today, boy, you're going to be on the road a lot. Um, but, uh, I'm excited. I'm having a blast doing it. And, um, and so, yeah, look, I always start with the field because that's where the rubber meets the road in, in, in business. And, um, when you talk to the owners of these businesses, they always know best. And, you know, if I could do my best to stay out of the way, um, that probably would be my strategy. Well, I'm planning to be at that uh, event in San Antonio, uh, so I will get to meet you face to face there. And I, 
I do appreciate your time, Jim. I know you're busy and best of luck with the, with the road trip of the tour here and uh, great chatting with you. Yeah, cool. Thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. It's nice to meet you. And uh, I really look forward to seeing you bring your cowboy hats down to San Antonio. So we'll <laughs> figure out go. a way to have some fun. That's right. Jim Pierce is president of the ProSource Buying Group. You can learn more about Jim and the group at prosourceinfo.com. And that wraps up today's show. If you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to the weekly podcast on your preferred platform and consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, check out all the latest residential tech news at the magazine's website, restechtoday.com, where you can also subscribe to the bi-monthly print or digital magazine and to our Tuesday and Friday email newsletters. Until next time, please stay safe, stay inspired, and let us know if you have a great story to tell.